Brad and Fritz, Brad and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. All right, it's the Brad and Brit cast. If we were a sitcom, we'd call it a very special edition it is. of the Brad and Brit cast. That would mean there's a wedding. Uh, someone gets killed. Right. Uh, we have a special guest star like Nancy Reagan. Remember, oh, she yeah. did different strokes. Wasn't that a great just, moment? Just say no. God. God almighty. Uh, if you're watching us, you can already see that uh, we look a little bit different. We're a three for today instead of a two for. Say hello to Eric Weiss. Eric is in New Jersey at an undisclosed location, a bunker, <laughs> right? We never want to disclose where people are for obvious reasons. And the reason we have Eric on today is that last night, or I guess in the afternoon, I saw Eric post something on Facebook and it got my attention. And that takes a lot mm-hmm. these days, right? Because there's just so much shit. That just drops off into your brain going through the social media. And I thought, wait a minute, this is compelling. It's timely. It's interesting. Let's see if there's anything to it. And there is. It's a story that uh, you're probably going to hear about in different forms over the next few days, especially as we get later into Friday and uh, into Saturday, because Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis, and Mark Robinson, the uh, would-be hack Republican probable nominee for governor here in North Carolina, and a first-class bigot himself, will be speaking at uh, something in Philadelphia called, uh, what's this thing called? It is the... Summit 2023, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Summit 2023. The Moms for Liberty, a group that you've been hearing about in the news the last few weeks, more than normal, because on one of their uh, publications across the country, they started quoting Adolf Hitler and then pretended that they didn't realize that quoting Adolf Hitler would be a bad thing. Oopsie. And then they... They fake apologized for it, Uh, but the Moms for Liberty are probably the number one book banning organization in America. They're against everything from uh, LGBTQ rights to they're the worst. They are the worst. So with that in mind, with that in mind, let me read Eric's post. For the first time in 22 years, I will not be attending my Jewish men's club convention. The event is starting tomorrow, which means today, in Philadelphia. I'd planned to go, but had to pull out at the very last minute. Why? Read my message sent to the CEO of the Marriott Corporation, Anthony Capuano, yesterday morning. Here it is. Dear Mr. Capuano, I'm a member of the Federation of Jewish Men's Clubs, the F. JMC. I've held various leadership positions in the organization, as you may be aware. FJMC is holding its annual convention at the Philadelphia Marriott over the next five days. Unfortunately, Marriott has scheduled a concurrent event at the same location, at the same time, with Moms for Liberty. They have a little signature that's like uh, all these 
groups and right-wing organizations, they try to use this uh, military logo kind of stuff, right? They call themselves, what is it, M- M4L. M4L. Alpha Baker right. Charlie M4L. Right. Yeah. They've, they've quoted uh, Hitler. Earlier yesterday, I issued the following statement in a public forum. The Moms for Liberty event in Philadelphia is beyond bizarre. It's happening at the same time and in the same hotel at the annual convention of the Federation of Jewish Men's Clubs or the FJMC. I'm a leader in FJMC, you are, Eric. Our group has booked the hotel. We booked it first. Why or how Marriott scheduled a group antithetical to our interests is beyond comprehension. Our convention will proceed, but it's been significantly damaged by the conflict. Both groups will share the same main ballroom, separated by a curtain. What promised to be a positive and cherished experience for the men of conservative Judaism will now be different surely there will be protest groups against m4l in the areas outside the hotel we'll talk about that in just a moment because that is the main thrust of the media coverage of this story so far everything that you've said eric is kind of not there yet we're talking about it people are finding about finding out about this for the first time back to the back to the post they may not have a clue about the other convention being held inside. They won't be able to distinguish FJMC good guys from the ML4 bad guys unless we choose to wear our yarmulkes. That could very well be a dangerous activity if pro-MAGA groups show up as well in support of <coughs> ML4 or M4L or to welcome their keynote speaker, Donald Trump. The area around the Marriott will undoubtedly be a security nightmare, could turn into a tempest, I've therefore chosen to not attend my convention in the interest of personal safety. It's a great personal disappointment for me. Until last Friday, I'd planned to go. Been doing it since 2001, 22 years. I learned about the conflict between the two groups and decided to cancel. I'll lose about $2,000 by making the decision for various reasons. I had no choice in this matter. Please refer to my attached statement written for my brothers and sisters in FJMC who expected to see me in Philadelphia. Mr. Capuano, in my professional career, I traveled the world for a global medical diagnostics company. Members of my family and business have spent millions of dollars in travel over the past 50 years. I've stayed at Marriott properties hundreds of times. I can assure you that I will never again spend another penny at any Marriott location for the rest of my life. I will urge my contacts in FJMC and Jewish life to do the same. Your Philadelphia staff has made a gross error in putting oil and water together in the same hot pot. I'm praying for peace, safety, and security inside the hotel and outside. Respectfully, Eric Weiss, member FJMC Board of Directors. And Eric, talk to us first about your personal decision not to go because the, the, uh, the group is still holding. That's correct. It's it's event. How many people would be there normally? How many people are like you in the uh, uh, FJMC who have canceled? Okay. Well, normally five hundred. 
but there is no normal in this uh, day and age because our last convention was in 2019 before something called uh, fake COVID came along. Um, <laughs> but normally 500. <laughs> and then there are hangers on. The, the, the convention or this organization attracts not only lay leadership in the conservative movement, but but spiritually, the cantors love to come and sing and have a good time, and rabbis do too. It's a very, very. Um, there there are a lot other conventions in the conservative movement, but this one is the most friendliest, nicest, funnest, and yeah. don't not just drinking in cigars. There a great deal of good, you know, we call them mitzvot. Good things get accomplished. Pluralism, inclusion, you can name it. We can go. I could talk. But for after, right. about FMC for hours. But anyway, 500 normally come. Now, it's it's a wild guess about how many are pulling out. So if I talk to 10, 20, 30 people over the last week, I'm guessing that um, 10 percent have ha either pulled out, expressed deep reservations. But almost everyone that I've talked to has said, I don't know what to expect, but I'm not backing down. OK, great. And um, I didn't want to back down. I don't want to back down. I'm, I, I, I consider myself the godfather of FJMC's Holocaust programming. I could go into that for hours, too. It, it, it's, a, it's a family matter about a something called a Yoma Show, a yellow candle. But I don't like to back down. But why did I decide not to go? Because 14, the convention is held every two years, and it goes from city to city to city. And 14 years ago, it was in Philadelphia at the Lowe's Hotel across the street from the Marriott. I was the regional president of the largest uh, region in FJMC. I had responsibility for 35 congregations and uh, oh, 10,000 Jewish people. You know, it's a lot of people. We had a not all 10,000 come. That's I say 500. We had 60 people at that convention. That was a good turnout for the largest um region at that time. Um, and my wife always comes to these things. She says, it is brothers and sisters, without any doubt. Uh, women belong to the men's organization as well. We're very incredibly inclusive. Yeah. Can, and, can, I, can I just jump in for, for one yeah, second to, sure, to make sure, sure that uh, sure. folks understand the use of the phrase conservative Judaism? Okay. Because I, there's, I think in, in, the, the, uh, in the language that we use for everything else, when you say the word conservative, people think that might mean orthodox Judaism, which is, you know, the black hats and the they all live in Brooklyn and they all marry each other and half of them don't work. This is not that part of Judaism. OK, this, this is big C conservative Judaism, yeah. otherwise known as Masorti. It's yeah. pluralistic Judaism in the in the right. Ju in the greater Jewish world. Conservative and reform are looked on as linked together uh, outside the United States, for sure. So we are pluralistic, liberal, you know, welcoming to everyone. Right. And, and that's a that's a, if you go to an FJMC website, you see inclusion is one of our, our principal approaches at this point. Anyway, okay. so 14 years ago, my wife and I went to this con this this convention and regionally, organizationally, it had a phenomenal success. And I was working my uh, my derriere off to make that happen. Um, but our marriage didn't have such a success because mm. when I try to mix marriage and work, sometimes they they don't quite mix together very well. Sure. And and we went away from that um, in in some, you know, difficulties and, and her relationship to 
the FJMC entity changed, not for the better, and we and we suffered. We suffered, okay. And I and so eight nine months ago, we knew that this was coming, and, and I said, you know, dear, um, I'd like to go with you, and and we talked about it. And our main goal was to go and be relaxed. I wear my this hat, but I'm I'm a retired volunteer. I'm on the board. I do a lot, of, but I'm not I'm not responsible. I don't spend t- 27 hours a day anymore on this. I used to. Uh, we were going to go have fun. Spend half the time having this incredible spiritual experience and just having a great time with people I consider my closest brothers. That is not an exaggeration. And half the time, here's a word: schmying around Philadelphia. <laughs> which means, you know, going and enjoying the sights, going to have a couple of great dinners out and you know, doing well. So when we learn about what's going on, schmying around is not in the cards. Yeah. Getting in and out of the hotel will be uh, very interesting. And, and so that flew out the window. Chapter two, why I didn't go. Um, I'm a survivor of long COVID. And um, the last 12 months have been have have had ups and downs health-wise right now. I'm up, but if you spoke to me a month ago, you would have been talking to a different individual health-wise. And uh, some very good friends of mine, including my my principal spiritual leader uh, mentor, said, Eric, you cannot afford more stress. It'll send you right back into a tailspin, and you'll wind up as sick as you were for in during February, March, April. So because of my my personal situation in terms of what my wife and I wanted to get out of it, and my health, I pulled the plug with incredible regret. I wish I was there, but I know I shouldn't be. And that's why I'm not going. So attrition, 10%, 20%, no one knows. Just nobody knows. Yeah, I, I, I completely understand that in that you were planning to go and hang out with your buddies and have yeah. a great time. Right. And remember the past and think about the future and do all the things you do when you get together with people that you've known for decades, decades, your whole life. And, and it's like, I get it. I totally get it. Um, the coverage of this story does not include what we're talking about. Nobody knows anything about this except, you know, us girls and, and people who are listening to our podcast or watching us for some particular reason and i don't know why that is i guess that's just not as exciting a part of the story as the uh, museum that's hosting Mm. all kinds of events that is under heavy protest from from every group possible uh this uh, museum of the revolution i guess it's only Mm -hmm. been open a few years and they 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 they, they celebrate the uh the american revolution of 1776 in philadelphia who would have thought anyway (laughs) uh everyone that you can name is saying well what are you doing this is these people the moms for liberty they are antithetical antithetical i guess is the word uh to to all the values of freedom and openness yeah, um, that like you're supposed to be representative of. And and so I, I think, again, you know, th- this is not the story, but I think it is a big story. What the hell was Marriott thinking? I guess they weren't thinking at all. Well, I, I think it was bottom line money, money thinking. Um, but that's 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 supposition. But here's what I do know. Um, many of I have 
really wide contacts in in the pluralistic Jewish community here and, and, and abroad, because I'm part of something called the World Zionist Congress, and um, I've traveled in, okay, who cares what I, what I know? But many, many of my friends, when I mentioned Moms for Liberty, you know, a week ago, well, what are they? Who are they? And then, and, and I guess some of us have are politically, we've got antennas and they twitch, you know, and, and you follow things. And, and the Hitler story, maybe, maybe that caused Moms for Liberty to, to, to elevate yes. in, in its yes. notoriety. Yeah, um, yeah. But, it, but when F. James, if assuming that my executive board, and I'm not on the executive board anymore, if they found out about this three, four months ago, maybe they thought, well, we can dodge that bullet. It, it'll be a small gathering. But then, because Pennsylvania is a battleground state, the dynamics changed. And, and right now, I know that FJMC, I, I'm betting that Marriott made these commitments, did not, could not, would not cancel Moms for Liberty because they were they're afraid of the ramifications. Right. Uh, and they said, you know, I, I bet that we can get these FJMCers to blink and maybe leave. Let's try that. I, I'm just guessing. But FJMC, they don't. We're Jewish guys, you know, and, and, and we've got this 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 SDU BBORN stubborn gene in us. We're not blinking. We're not. We're yeah, not standing I, down. I was thinking the exact same thing uh, a few hours ago that Marriott has painted themselves into a corner because uh, yeah. they can look around and go. Uh, do we want to be the next Disney? Do we want to be the next Chick-fil-A? Bud do we want to be the next Target? Bud Light. Because yeah. now if you stand up for really what's right, and I understand that people have a right to speak in this country. There is a First Amendment. Skokie, Illinois, they let the Nazis march, and it was horrible, but it was about the right to speak. I, I understand all that, but that doesn't mean – that you don't have some sensitivity in the way you do your business. And Marriott's in the hospitality business. This is not very hospitable to no. a group. They should know better. Well, there is I a, guess they, they should know better. There's a statement on the FJMC website, which reiterates a lot of the stuff Eric was saying that <clears throat> the space was booked first by FJMC and they've talked to the hotel about their concerns and about safety and all this sort of thing. I think part of the problem is the, disingenuine nature of the naming of the group moms for liberty who are who's against moms who's against moms who love freedom i mean it's it's like americans for prosperity who could be yeah. against that we all want prosperity right it's kind of <laughs> yeah. it's that pernicious kind of naming that yeah kind i of love people for the american way i really do you know <laughs> exactly so that's that's just kind of, and by the way have you have you had been familiar to, with our friend mark robinson not really a little uh, oh boy He's special. You're going to get to know him over the next year, year and a half. It's it's you start a deep dive on that one. I, I don't even know. I'll just I'll just give you a little amuse bouche on that one. Uh, I've had to convince people. I've shown, shown people that I know some of his writings, and they're like, "Are you sure this guy's black?" I don't know if you can find a politician in the past ten years who holds public office who has said more derogatory things publicly about African Americans, and he's African American. You mean he's 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 better than Tim Scott? That's 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 I'm, that's oh. <laughs> he Tim okay. Scott's a piker. He's he, he is the, oh, oh my god. Eric, right. he's the favorite to be the Republican nominee for governor well next year in North Carolina. I, and he he is as dangerous as dangerous is. He is 
he I, is bad news. Bad I, news. I, I look. I, I half my life has been spent in Pennsylvania, and some of it in rural Appalachia when I was very young. So I kind of related to my next door neighbors who had outdoor plumbing and and were very poor and very very fearful of their of whatever was happening around them. So I I, I kind of get it. And and in my I have a house in PA right now, and Mastriano was all over the place. Um, so I get that fear motivates people. And um, it, look, what what do I hope this happen? I hope nothing happens. You know, and and nobody. Even I haven't heard anything. No one knows if if the speakers will be on site or in spe- if 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 your if your candidate comes, it could be it could be it could be maybe not innocuous in a way. But if if Trump shows up in person and that's what their webs Moms for Liberty suggests that's happening, then it is happening. He's going to be there. He's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, he's going to be there because once he heard that DeSantis was going to be there, oh yeah, you know how Trump operates. It, by the way, this happened in Greensboro two weeks ago. Right? DeSantis exactly. showed up, and, and Trump said, "I'm coming too," and so I they were it. both here. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. So, so it's we hope that FJMC will emerge unscathed, maybe even stronger from this because it it's going to get some publicity. Um, and we have a new executive director. Um, that's another story. But, but we we are uh, one of the strongest parts of the conservative movement. Um, and we haven't really shrunk. We have about twenty thousand members and about uh, I guess two hundred and fifty chapters uh, from uh, Charlotte to Mumbai. Uh, so you know, and we have international folks coming to this convention. And I, I wish I were there, but I'm not. So I'm wearing my FJMC uh, cap this weekend, and I will um, I will pray for peace and for security, and that all of my all of my friends and brothers come home with good stories to tell. Um, and uh, with that, you know, um, I just hope for the best. Well, they just had drag bingo over at uh, Brad's temple last night. And that turned out okay, so maybe this they will did smooth it, through. It, it looked like it worked out just fine. Oh, yeah. good. I'm I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It, we, I, I saw this uh, about five days ago. We got an email about it. Then Britt, independently, without me having said anything yeah. to him, he noticed it that they were they were going to have dragged at the temple. Not Temple Israel, is it? Uh, no, no. It's, it's called Temple Emmanuel in okay. Greensboro. All it's right, a Temple Emmanuel. And by the way, I've been in North Carolina. I spent a, a week in Statesville one day. So um... oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, there's stuff going on here, but we do a pretty good job of kicking our own ass. And Mark Robinson is one of those things that we present I, forward as a guy who kicks our own ass. And we're going to have to deal a, with. I have good friends in Asheville. And, I, and I, every once in a while I come down, I think about retiring to your to your lovely state. I really well, do. You think, you think about Asheville. And then when you start hearing and looking into what Mark Robinson says, you try to try to go ahead and balance or those two uh, things out. Try right. to weigh those two things in your mind. I will. Okay, uh, but much of Asheville doesn't acknowledge they're even in North Carolina, and rightfully True. so. True. They are, <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. Well, they're, they're look, a place unto themselves. But northern Northwest Georgia, there's a place called Zalonega, and there's one of the sterling, the one, most wonderful conservative camp in in the in North America is called Anche de Rome or Ramad de Rome, and we have a Schwitz hut there. And I'm inviting you to to join me at uh, Ramad de Rome in the Schwitz hut. We have a hell of a time. It's that's FJMC too, you know. So Wait, uh, it's the it's the Schwitz hut. What do you do? Sit in a room and sweat? 
What yes, is that? sir. Around with a bonfire and, and, and <laughs> fine single malt, you know, whiskey. <laughs> These are great cultural experiences. You got to get into this, Brad. It yeah. is. And if you drink enough, yeah. you jump in the lake with copperheads. But <laughs> no. no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and, and just for uh, one little bit of fake balance here, uh, if you look on some of the right wing sites as they talk about this story, of course, they come at it from the victimization angle of the moms for liberty and uh the site called the daily signal it's just dreadful yeah uh they say, the parental rights group there are parental rights group okay moms for liberty has invested in extra security for their annual summit in philadelphia because of course uh, southern poverty law center put them on their hate map with the ku klux klan mm. so what they're doing is they're turning it around and saying, "Oh my God, we're we're the victims here. What we've we've got to spend extra money on security? Of course you do, because you're bigots. Because you're at um, oh in social God. media. There's a hashtag. I learned this. They're known as Clanned Karenhood. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is special. Lovely. Got to got That's keep... nice. All right, good stuff." Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you said uh, though you think the organization FJMC is going to come out of this stronger. You, it sounds like there's not a lot of division. You guys are pretty much together on this whole situation. Right? Oh, everybody I talk to is just. Yeah. Uh, well, well, look, there's a there's a spectrum of political opinion and spiritual yeah. beliefs in this because con- conservative Judaism is a big tent. But um, everybody who I've talked to said said you know we, we're not going to stand the not you know Adolf Hitler we. The conservative movement and its Holocaust programs are go, go a long time, go back to 1929, and um, we will never, you know, never again. I put that specifically in my letter to uh, to, to Capuano because what's going on now in America is uh, uh, is reminiscent of 80 years ago, and and I in my family, I uh, there are there were heroes of the Wehrmacht. In in the, in the First World War, and Germany was a cultured place, and I'll leave it at that. It, it's a scary time, and oh, I, I should say, Pennsylvania. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Brad. I knew people at Tree of Life. It was my hood, my neighborhood, and it was mm. at an FJMC um, meeting. Uh, I'm sorry, that incident occurred. There was an FJMC. We have retreats, and a whole bunch of people. Men and some women were at a retreat that weekend away from the synagogue. Had there not been a retreat, the, de- the, the body count would have been higher. So, you know, we are we are very attuned to to Holocaust and, and persecution. And um, I'll leave it at that. So, yeah. Squirrel Hill. There it Squirrel is. Squirrel Hill. Hill. Yeah. Murray yeah, Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Eric, thanks for uh, spending a little bit of time with us. I know because I talked to you last night. You do have other things to do besides sit around and talk to two goofballs. You really do. <laughs> well, um, I'm happy to be in the in the trio here. Okay, and uh, and I don't. Oh, but speaking of trios, one of the activities this this weekend was supposed to be a visit to the Stugium, which you know I signed up for. But uh, so all good things, all good things. And and Brad and Britt, I I really appreciate the opportunity. And I'm um, looking forward to seeing this on Facebook or Twitter and uh, and spreading the word. I know my daughter wanted to get a get the video or and we'll we'll figure that out some other time. Well, Absolutely. 
yeah, you can look at my Facebook page or or uh, or elsewhere. It'll be uh, it'll be available. It's it's out there. All right, and we I'm appreciate gonna, I'm going to I'm going to make you I'm going to get you into something the International Kiddish Club. It's a it's a nice thing, and um, and you'll enjoy it. Um, I'll, I'll, that's a, my present for you. Okay. Do I do I have to convert to Judaism to be a part of that? <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy if you try. Thanks, Eric. All right. Thanks. Thanks. See bye. you, buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> he was great. Oh, no, he was just fantastic. great. Uh, one of the um, one of the panels you can go to at Moms for Liberty Summit 2023 yeah. is entitled "There's No Such Thing as a Transgender Child." That's nice. It's good stuff. Yeah. Come to my uh, house. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that you have some evidence to the contrary. It's so strange. It's very odd, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They, they pulled a good quote from Robinson because they were introducing him like, well, this is one of the guys that's going to be speaking. This is in the Philadelphia Inquirer article. And it's uh, the quote is, there's no reason that any child needs to be taught about uh, homosexuality, transgender, or any of that filth. That's the quote from Mark Robinson, who has a shot at being our next governor. Right. And uh, in addition to the, the Marriott, I think, dropping the ball, I'd like to – I should have asked Eric about this. Uh, I really wonder – I don't think that uh, a giant ballroom at a place like the Marriott would only separate two different groups with a curtain. You know, they usually have solid so, – not that not that that's a big deal, but – yeah. Um, uh, that is that is kind of a thing, but it's the Museum of the American Revolution that's getting all the heat publicly mm-hmm. uh, because they're going to have a bunch of programs there, and they're just getting hammered and pounded, and I think rightfully so for for hosting uh, the moms for liberty i think we should say the quote unquote moms for liberty because they're, they always god they do such you know, a, a good job at naming the orwellian name the orwellian name is part of the game isn't it how, how could you be against motherhood how could you be against yeah. motherhood that supports uh freedom i mean that's terrible yeah. how would you be against that what, what about the inflation reduction act what about that <laughs> you say nothing about that liberal hey just a couple of things before we go the it appears affirmative action is now dead is that correct is that what i'm reading um, you know what? I'm actually glad that uh, we're not diving into this topic yeah. today because it's so new. It's it's so hard to wrap, you know, because of our massive uh, writing staffs and research people to uh, prepare us for something like this. I'd I'd rather let this settle over the weekend, and then we can talk about it on the the uh, next podcast, which actually will not be until next Wednesday because we're going to take Monday, Monday and Tuesday off for to recover from us getting drunk at moms for Liberty. We're going to party with those guys, do a little Coke off some asses and get back to it on Wednesday. Right. Right. Uh, And I think this is good. This is going to be one of these cases where at least my cursory uh, look at, what's been uh, written today, not just in the opinion itself, but more importantly, in the dissents, the ringing, towering, incisive, yeah. pounding dissents written by the liberals on the court, including uh, Justice Jackson, 
the newest member of the Supreme Court and a uh, black woman in uh, equal racial stature to Clarence Thomas, the uh, black male on the court. She just went right at him and pounded him by name. And you never hear that. Good. You never you never see that. Um, Um, Do you want to uh, you you want to have any economy on the uh, any uh, word on the Biden economy as it was touted yesterday by the president? I, I'll, I'll tell you okay. my take on this as you as you have well known is this guy's got a good economic record on this thing just fucking say it because the republicans every time two guys signed up to work a shift at dollar tree in cincinnati donald trump would have a press conference and act like he invented blow jobs and ice cream just say it just get we get out there you've got a great economic I, record to run on i i understand that but we have a very stupid country. We have to <laughs> start from that baseline. Start okay. There. And this country's view very often surpassing everything that you can ever think of or name in terms of the economy is what is the price of gasoline today, oh, Martha? Yeah. Okay. And since the price of gas is still, in spite of the fact that it's way down from its peak a year and a half ago or so, it's way down. It's still a dollar higher than when Joe Biden came into office. So therefore, therefore, nothing else matters. Okay? Do you understand? And I know that that sounds ridiculous, but you cannot advertise you cannot speechify, you cannot change people's innate feelings about things. But what I think really illustrates what I'm trying to say here is that people in their individual lives, the number of people optimistic about the economy itself is pretty high Uh, confidence level they measure that every month i think university of michigan does that and the confidence number is a lot higher than how does joe biden handle the economy now think about that why is that it's just like obamacare I hate Obamacare because Obama is the president and he's a black guy and he's ruined my country and I hate diversity and they're taking it away from me. Meanwhile, where do I sign up? Yeah, here are the elements of it. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, yeah. And, And it's the opposite in terms of the way the Republicans operate in terms of the economy. Right now, you've seen the polls. Republicans, way more trusted than Democrats on the economy, right? It, it's always that way. And why is it that way? Because it's ridiculous. But Ronald Reagan was fantastic on the economy. He changed it. Oh, and, you know, everything since then is measured against Ronald Reagan as if he was this, this economic magician. And, of course, he, he it's was, not true. If but you were- but if, 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 if tax cuts the several that have happened since Reagan, including yeah. his, which benefit upper income people. Yes. Occur and they don't ever trickle down. Never. But it doesn't matter because tax cuts are good 
taxes are bad. Infrastructure week was great. Donald Trump thought it was so great. He did it every week while he was in office and got nothing accomplished. So what does Joe Biden do? He gets a bipartisan. Yeah. And when I say bipartisan, it doesn't mean you know half the, the votes for were Republican votes. But that's not what bipartisan means. That means if you just get a couple so that you can get shit passed, that makes it bipartisan. And I know this is going to be breaking news to the geniuses that make up this country. But when the money starts to flow to fix a bridge or repair a street, it doesn't happen in four days. Okay, every every road project is not going to be like fixing the bridge in Philadelphia in in, in three weeks. They can't put that kind of, of uh, uh, money and manpower into every project. But uh, things w- are getting better. So. I hate to make this excuse that the Democrats have a quote unquote messaging problem, but it's not just a messaging problem. It's a messaging nightmare. It's a messaging nightmare. And you can sit there and go, the unemployment rate is still at 3.7%, so low as ever. And more black people have jobs than ever before. And uh, uh, the, the price of housing is now starting to, to cut. Rents are not going up as much. And it does. It doesn't matter you know why because gas is still 340 well and it's probably still five dollars in california it, i also i know that I know. you i know that you follow this stuff so you've been seeing the horrible numbers about the uh the orange crop in florida it's like historically like the worst in 70 years or something like that so the price of orange juice all oh, the price of giving orange juice to your kids is about to go sky high and that'll be and joe biden's fault that's exactly right why why is he allowing this to happen when exactly. Trump was president? Uh, you know, the uh, formerly 64 ounce carton of orange juice, which is now, is it still 59 or is it below? Remember when it went from 64 to 59? I haven't bought orange juice for a while. Is it down to 52 now? <laughs> 46? <laughs> right. They shrink- the orange juice was shrinkflating long ago. They, been, they figured that one out a long time ago. It's, it's very clear that the Republican Party has, and it's not unusual, but they've been trying to talk us into a recession ever since Joe Biden was sworn in. January 20th, 2021. They've really increased their efforts over the past year, year and a half. They've really, 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 really been trying to talk us into a recession. You've had the so-called experts on Wall Street say, hold on, recession, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And they've been saying this for the longest time. And you look around, you go, this is the weirdest recession ever. This will be the the only recession with unemployment at three and a half percent. It's so strange. Well, there is a a begrudging acknowledgement that it's 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 within the realm of possibility that because everything isn't the same as it was the last time around, that history doesn't exactly repeat itself. And don't tell me that it rhymes or I'll kill you. Um, (laughs) That. Because of the, the the forces that didn't exist before, including economies that are going to be derived through artificial intelligence and productivity gains that, that change the way things are manufactured, that we may be able to get to whatever the other side is. And there really is never another side in economics, right? It's just, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a continuum. It, it that never has an end to it. That's right. Um, that at a certain point, when unemployment 
just refuses to go up. They just refuse to start firing people. They just, they just refuse to do it. Um, and people still have jobs and there still is enough spending uh, on travel, on yeah. restaurants, yeah. on all those kinds of things that keep people employed in those industries. Remember the problem in the hospitality industry besides the philadelphia marriott's judgment yeah, issue yeah. is that hotels they can't find enough people to come back after they yeah. fired everybody because of covid so what's happened with hotels well they've raised prices when they can and the hotels have way fewer people so the service is shittier yeah. so the experience is more rotten so yeah. if you're lucky your room might get made up every third or fourth day unless you want to pay extra money. I mean, think of that. If you would have said five years ago in America, even in shitty hotels, that there's going to be a day where they just don't do the rooms anymore. They just don't do it. They just don't do it. And they sure hope you're just one of those one-night, two-night people that, that isn't going to even notice. It's not going to matter. But right. this is how they save money. They don't rehire anybody, and they can't find people who really want to do that kind of work anyway. So uh, things have changed. Clearly, the the uh, the Joe Biden economy is all things considered, and this again doesn't get you reelected automatically. It would have been a lot worse with someone else making a lot of different decisions than what Joe Biden has done, and. Far be it for me to even mention the fact that a president doesn't really control the economy. Yeah, we're we're down the we're down know. the road on that one because they I act know. like they they, they say that when when a Democrat's in office, but when a Republican's yeah. there, every They're time geniuses. he farts, he, he, yeah, they creates jobs every well, every time he th has this a power. Is what, Britt, I, I'm I'm it, no matter what happens, I don't care how many indictments, I don't care how many convictions, I'm still voting for Trump because this is a businessman who who knows the economy, knows business. And the business of America is business, Britt. And <laughs> as long as we have that clear-thinking businessman at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, I don't really care how many nuclear secrets he takes with him and shows to some girls to get them to giggle. Big deal. I didn't see no nuclear bomb in my neighborhood last week. What's the problem? The, the bravado argument is kind of my favorite on that whole thing. It's like, yeah, every time and again, I just got to bullshit about stuff just so I can get over with the ladies. That's yeah. that's kind of the argument that he's making, right? It is. I mean, it's like, it who is. admits that? I mean, who, who would every now and again, I just got to tell them some complete bullshit so I can make the little, little girls chuckle. Did you see that uh, that guy, Miles Taylor, who is... I've been, uh, I've been looking at security. that. You know, he's, he's brought back the famous, how bad does Donald Trump really want to fuck Ivanka? story true. that it was so disgusting that john kelly the chief of staff uh a man who was a general in our military who uh, sacrificed a son in i believe afghanistan who donald trump now says is a moron and an idiot and has a small brain apparently john kelly couldn't take it and had to keep reminding Donald Trump, you know, you are the president and she is your daughter. This is your what daughter. the fuck is wrong with you? And so of course frown, that we... means he has a small brain and was, was unfit to be chief of staff. 
But I, I looked at and he, he would talk about her tits. He would talk about her ass. He would talk about how great it was be to sleep with her and stuff. And now, is it, is it fair to, to also mention a lot of that was on the Howard Stern show? <laughs> I still because again, you know. How, by the way, Howard Howard is a, he's a good interviewer and he gets people to to open up. Yes, but, but I'm never, not I, sure that 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 I don't think he forced Trump like to go there. Like Jerry Seinfeld to go there. Jerry Seinfeld's daughter just graduated, I think, from Duke a few weeks ago. I never heard Jerry Seinfeld on the Howard Stern show go, God, my daughter is so hot, man. I'd like to put one in her. I never heard him say that, for example. <laughs> I, never, I never heard any other celebrity get on there and talk about how they wanted to bang their daughter. It just didn't happen. But now, now that I look at it and see that in this new book, this uh Miles Taylor book, which is coming out, I think July the 18th. Um now that I see that he wanted to bang his daughter so badly, that support among the Southern voters makes so much more sense now, doesn't it? I, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, this will hurt him in 2024 when people find out about this. No, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> and this is one of those. If, 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 by the way, if you if you didn't make that, that decision in that area after the uh, Access Hollywood tape, also known as the Hollywood, Hollywood Access, Access. Uh, with – uh, Billy Bush. Yeah. If if that didn't sway you, uh, this is not a big deal. This is not a big deal because you know what? Eventually, this will turn into you know most fathers think the same way. I'm just thinking <laughs> like most fathers do. Really? And really? they won't admit it. Really? They will not admit it. Yeah. I'm the only honest person here. 